I'm Lisa Stone. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Parenting Aces. Welcome back for another episode of the Parenting Aces podcast. I'm so happy you decided to spend some time with us again this week. And before I jump into the meat of this episode, I want to just remind all of you that entries are still open for the Saul Schwartz Save College Tennis All-In Tournaments in Atlanta and in Baltimore. I will have the tournament websites where you can go for information and to register to play in the show notes again this week. So please take a look at that. And for those who haven't listened yet to the podcast episode on the tournament, um, just to give you some history, Saul Schwartz was a very dear friend of mine who passed away suddenly in March of 2016. And at the time of his death, he was working tirelessly to preserve college tennis programs around the U.S., but not only to preserve college tennis, but also to bring tennis back to its glory days where kids were really the focus of tennis tournaments and tennis coaching and where tournaments were about good, safe, pure competition where the kids were left to battle on the court, the parents may or may not be around, the officials were there for emergency use only, and the tournament entry fees were such that kids could really afford to pay them on their own by working little jobs here and there, maybe mowing lawns or, you know, setting up lemonade stands. And so we decided when Saul passed away, a group of us is the we, um, we decided to put on a junior tournament that honored all of those things that Saul was working hard to bring back. And last summer, we held the first event in Baltimore, and this summer, we're doing two events, one in Atlanta, and that one is held July 17th through 19th at Georgia Gwinnett College's tennis facility. And the second one will again be in Baltimore, August 12th and 13th at the Suburban Club. And so we are really looking forward to having juniors, any juniors, ages 18 and under, sign up to play. The tournament is being presented by TennisBalls.com. Our title sponsor is Hollabird Sports once again, and Wilson Tennis is involved, Dunlop's involved, Voss Water, um, Oh, gosh, I don't want to leave anybody out. We we have just a phenomenal list of sponsors. Um, Match Tennis app is sponsoring. Casimir Physical Therapy is once again sponsoring. We have Universal Tennis Ratings, UTR, Salinko, Tennis Trunk, uh, Crown Trophy. I mean, we just have some phenomenal sponsors. And the tournament really is unique. And I think your kids will have a great experience if you bring them to play. So hope to see you all in Atlanta and or in Baltimore. I'm so excited to devote this episode of the podcast to the upcoming BB&T Atlanta Open. It's a pro event. It is the kickoff of the U.S. Open Series, and it's a 250-level ATP Tour event held in my hometown of Atlanta, Georgia. And I couldn't be 
more thrilled to be part of the tournament again this year as media and to have had the opportunity to attend a little tournament preview as as media. There was a media day where we got to hear from the tournament director. We got to hear from uh, some of the players that are going to be participating, some of the sponsors that are going to be participating. And I got the chance to interview two of the young players that are going to be playing in this year's event. Trent Bride, who is, is still a junior and is still on the junior tour and travels worldwide with his coach, Viv Chetri, who you guys have heard on this podcast. And also Chris Eubanks, who is a rising senior at Georgia Tech and who has had the opportunity to play in the BB&T prior to this year, but got a wild card into the singles this this summer. And so it's going to be so fun to watch these young guns compete out there against some of the more seasoned pros that will be at the event. The tournament itself starts on Saturday, July 22nd with Qualies, and that's free for anybody that wants to come out and watch. It's held at Atlantic Station right in Midtown Atlanta, and it's just such a cool venue for the tournament. Um, Every year when I've had the chance to chat with some of the players, the thing they love most about this tournament is the location and the fact that the hotel for the tournament is part of Atlantic Station. They get to just ride in a golf cart right to the practice courts or right to their match court. And there's tons of uh, restaurants and shopping and even a high-end movie theater that they can take advantage of between matches or if they're traveling with their families, there's stuff for their kids to do and for their spouses to do. It's just, it's an awesome, awesome location. And as I said, it's going to be held uh, starting July 22nd with Qualies. The Qualies run Saturday and Sunday. And then Sunday night, July 23rd, there's actually going to be a women's match, which has never happened at the BB&T before, but it's an exhibition match between Venus Williams and Jeannie Bouchard, which is going to be so much fun. And then starting on Monday, July 24th, the main draw gets underway. Uh, Gates will open at 11 a.m. each day, and matches will start at noon. And for those of you who have been out to the tournament in previous years, you know it gets awfully, awfully hot out there. Uh, July in Atlanta is is rough. Um, The heat's bad enough, but then add in the 98 percent plus humidity levels and it can be really tough to sit out and watch tennis even for the most diehard fans so the organizers of the tournament this year told us at media day that they're actually going to have covered seating this year so there will be awnings in portions of the stands to shade spectators from the heat and humidity and hopefully to protect us if there's any rain and I'm spitting three times, um, no rain for this year, but um, we all know that it's, it, we're going to get a little bit of rain at some point during the week long event. It just, it's, that's July in, in Atlanta. So um, I'm excited about the awnings. It's something that the tournament has been missing in previous years. And so for the fans, that's just a huge, huge perk. So for information on the tournament, 
you can go to www.bbtatlantaopen.com and there's information there to purchase tickets. The tournament schedule is posted there. Um, any info on special events that are going to be happening, which there are always really cool special events that go on during the tournament. I mentioned already the exhibition between Venus and Jeannie Bouchard. That's going to be really cool. There's Kids Weekend during the Qualies, and Wilson Tennis is presenting Family Zone, and that's going to be awesome uh, on site. And then on um, – and that Family Zone will continue uh, through the week, so that's going to be fun. College Night is happening Tuesday, July 25th, and that's where – the college players are featured, and I suspect that's where Chris Eubanks will be playing his first match. There is a concert Wednesday evening, and there will also be a fireworks show on Friday evening presented by Coca-Cola. So that's going to be fun, and um, hopefully the weather will, will participate for all of these extras. The Bryan brothers are expected here this year. Nick Kyrgios is expected. John Isner, of course, will be back. And as I mentioned, uh, the qualies happen the weekend before the main draw starts, and there are always tons of local young players, collegiate players from the region that show up to play qualies. So I'm hoping to see lots of the young guns out competing in this year's event. So, as I mentioned, I went to Media Day and I had an opportunity to interview Chris Eubanks, who, as I mentioned, is a rising senior at Georgia Tech. And I want to play for you Chris's interview and give you a chance to hear from him. So, without any further ado, here is Chris Eubanks. I'm with Chris Eubanks, who's going to be playing the BB&T Atlanta tournament again this year. Chris, what does it mean to you to have the opportunity to play in this pro event in your hometown? Uh, it's an incredible honor. It's just something growing up in Atlanta with tennis being such a prominent sport in the city. For it to finally have a pro tournament come, I think it was maybe six or seven, however many years ago, and to now see myself playing in it is a, it's a huge honor. And it's, it's something that I don't take for granted, and I'm hoping, hoping that I can continue to do well and, and progress. So a couple years ago, you had a great run in the doubles. Is Donald going to be here again, and y'all going to be playing doubles? Uh, we haven't really talked about it. Uh, he, I know he's set to play a lot of world team tennis this summer. I'm not exactly sure what his schedule is. I, as far as I know, I could see, I would like to see him playing it, but other than that, I have no idea. So he hasn't really, hasn't really come up this year. I think that year, he just kind of did it almost like a surprise and said, "Hey, let's see if we can get in doubles." We did, and then we did pretty well. So that was. Uh, that was really cool, and ho- hopefully, who knows, we, if, if the chips fall our way, then that'd be great, but um, I'm not really putting too much into that. I'm just trying to focus on, on doing well in singles, which I know I'll be playing. So, How did that experience playing doubles with him help you in your college career at Georgia Tech? Uh, it just kind of put things in perspective to see that, you know, on court, when you have three other guys who make their living playing tennis and I can kind of hold my weight, it was, it was kind of just kind of reinforced the fact that I'm on the right path. Uh, and just being able to see, being able to play guys and, and be guys like Nick Monroe and Austin Kreischer, who are established professionals, Michael Venus, who just won the French Open, and um, uh, I think it was Andre Pavic. It was, it was, it was kind of, it was really cool actually. After the first round, to see, man, we actually did it, and then to come out and do it again was just, was just another 
another load of reinforcement to say, hey, listen, even though it's doubles, these guys make their living doing this. I'm pretty sure that I could, you know, if I continue to progress, I can do some pretty incredible things. So, What are you hoping to get out of this year's singles event that you'll take into your senior year at Georgia Tech? Just confidence. I think confidence winning and, and, and showing that you can you can stand at a high level just kind of breeds confidence and it just keeps going. So I think last year, uh, being able to quality into Atlanta definitely kind of set me off to have the good year that I had this year. So if I could do something even better, maybe win a round or two this year, I think it could really skyrocket me up until the fall and the spring season. And how did your success at Tech this year prepare you to be ready to play this tournament? I think it's it's kind of give and take between BB&T helped prepare me for Tech, and then Tech is now preparing me back for BB&T. So it's kind of just taking a more professional mindset, uh, time management skills for sure. You have something you really have to have at Tech, and just being able to be a professional and, and, and go about things the right way can kind of just spearhead me on to hopefully doing good things and managing my time and, and, and doing as best I can professionally. Great. Thank you so much. No In addition to having Chris at the tournament, we also are going to have young player Trent Bride. And I mentioned before that Trent is a junior. He travels the world. He last played in the French Open juniors and has played now all four junior slams, and Trent got a wild card into qualifying for this year's tournament. So I'm going to let him talk a little bit about what he's most excited about and what he's up to. I'm here with Trent Bride, and Trent's going to be playing in the BB&T Atlanta Open this year. You have played qualities before at this tournament. Can you talk a little bit about your experience here and how it's helped you in your junior career? Yeah, I mean, this is by far my favorite tournament of the year. You know, being able to play at home, friends and family, you know, they don't always get to travel with me. Uh, I just travel with the coach. They don't get to see me play much, just especially at a really high level. So, um, you know, for it to be at home and it be at the highest level tournament and seeing them, everyone's going to be able to watch me. You know, it's truly, truly amazing. It's my favorite time of the year. Awesome. You just got back from the French Open Juniors. Can you talk a little bit about your experience there and what it meant to play on the red clay? Yeah, that was my uh, the only slam I hadn't played yet. So uh, to be able to play that one was so amazing there's really no clay like the French Open and um, you know it's just really fun being able to see you know the pros play and being able to practice with them and all that so uh, it's really a great experience there every Grand Slam is obviously an amazing experience. You have been on track to move into a pro career for several years now what advice would you give to other juniors who are thinking about making their career in tennis? Yeah I mean the main thing is you just got to stick to it and keep working hard and definitely uh, ask questions. Uh, if you have, you know, some uh, coaches or other people that have been through it, ask questions. You know, it's uh, I went through a lot uh, being able to get to where I am, being a top 10 junior. Uh, and it takes a lot of handling adversity, resilience, not just the tennis, uh, so much off court that you just have to handle uh, being out of the country in bad places and uh but so yeah just really just ask questions and you have to be able to be mentally pretty strong i just heard you having a conversation with chris eubanks asking him about his summer what do you take from relationships with people like chris that are a few years ahead of you who are going through similar things that you're going through you know you look up to them i'm sure um what do you take away from those relationships yeah absolutely i mean chris is a great guy and obviously a phenomenal player um and you know we we stay in touch a lot. I ask him questions. 
he's definitely a, a guy that can help me uh, make the right decisions for what I'm going to do in terms of college and pro, and so he's been a huge help for me, and I'm really thankful for him. Talk a little bit about your coach, Viv Chetri. Um I've had Viv on my podcast. He's a great guy, and I, I love his philosophy about training and getting juniors prepared for whatever they are going to do after their junior career. What has your relationship with Viv brought to you personally and in terms of your tennis? Yeah, I mean, Viv, uh, I joined with him about two years ago, and uh Ever since then, you know, I mean, he's only helped my game. And when we've traveled together, it's been, I mean, it's been, he's truly one of my best friends. Like, it's not even, like, just like, we have our coaching, coaching, and then student relationship, and then off the court, we're like best friends. So, you know, to have that relationship with a coach is, is something special. Uh, and so we always are having fun at the tournaments. We're not just, you know, He's not always just coaching me. We're always doing things, having fun, so it's really something special. And one last question as a follow-up to that. I I follow Viv on Facebook. I follow you on Facebook and Twitter. Um, I see that y'all, when you're traveling, you are doing things other than just playing tennis. Can you talk about some of your favorite experiences off the tennis court? Yeah, exactly. So, actually, you know, I, usually um, when I travel, I'm kind of lazy, so when I'm when I'm done with the tennis, I go back and I just stay in the room, do school, whatever. Viv always tries to get me. I'm like, no, no. And then he finally gets me out, and I enjoy it. And um, my favorite place would probably be Milan, the cathedral. We just went there a couple weeks ago. I, I was there last year as well. And it's so cool there. It's just really cool. And just to see all the different things, you know, you understand the culture and everything a lot more. And so I'm really happy that Viv has kind of forced me to do that, and it's been a lot of fun. Great. Best of luck to you this summer. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Lastly, we're going to hear from Trent's dad, Bruce Bride. And Bruce is one of those tennis parents who just really has it together. And I was so glad to finally get to meet him. I have met and gotten to know his wife, Kathy, over the past few years, but had never had the chance to meet Bruce. So when I saw him at Media Day, I was really thrilled that he had the time to chat with me for a few minutes about what his role is in not only Trent's tennis, but also with his other two children. And so I'm so pleased to bring to you Bruce Bride. I'm here with Bruce Bride. His son Trent is going to be playing in the qualies for the BBNT. And Bruce, thanks so much for chatting with us. Of course, thanks for having me. Sure. So you have a daughter who just finished a collegiate tennis career at Furman. She just graduated. You have another son who is not into tennis, and then you have this young kid who is wowing everybody around the world with his tennis. Can you talk a little bit about how it is to parent these kids who are all on very different trajectories. Yes, it's uh, it's, it's really pretty amazing. First of all, my, my daughter Carly started off in tennis, very similar to the way I started off. Uh, played at a young age, uh, loved playing, but still wanted to have the, the social interaction. 
and college was just a, be- a good route for her. And she had a great collegiate career, and now her collegiate tennis is over, and now she's getting out in the real world and, and of course, finding a profession from there. Um, our, our middle son, Kyle, uh, started off playing tennis, but just that was not his passion. So we, we've always encouraged our kids, you know, to follow what you want to do, what your passion is. And his passion is not sports at all, but actually theater. And so he goes to uh, North Georgia, where he's a he's, he's majoring in, in theater at North Georgia and just loves it. Um, and then, of course, Trent uh, decided to stick with tennis and has loved tennis since uh, he was three, four years old. And um, it's been it's been a lot of fun, obviously. Just He's obviously got to a different level, obviously, with a lot of traveling. Um, I mean, he travels probably half the month of every month, and he's probably gone to almost every country out there. It's, it's been fun. His, his farthest place, probably Australia. We played Australian Open. He's playing all four slams this year. Uh, but uh, he's gotten not just the, the tennis experience, but just the world experience of traveling to all the different countries and, and learning all the different cultures. So he's definitely grown up very quickly, and uh, it's been great just to see his success. He talked with us a little bit about his relationship with his coach, Viv. Can you talk about what it means to you as dad to see your son have such a phenomenal coach? Yeah, it really means a lot. The the, the, the thing is, is obviously, I, I started teaching him at a, a young age, but you know, taking my own advice was it's also I'm a parent, and so it was important to have him with good coaches throughout his 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 youth and so it was time for me to step aside and really let someone else that he would pay more attention to rather than his dad of course uh and and it's really helped and and they foster a a very good relationship and 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 it's really on and off the court which is really important because there's so much that gets done off the court as well as on the court and so having you know that kind of relationship you know in the good times and bad times is very important and so that's uh that's been a good thing for him if you could give some advice to other tennis parents out there whose kids are maybe just getting started in competitive tennis what are some things you would want them to know wow uh, i feel like i could write a book about this uh maybe one day i maybe will i should yeah. um i would say just a, a few key points number one um you know don't push them let them push themselves uh give them the opportunities Give them, uh, you know, sign them up for lessons and, and tournaments and things like that and let them have it in their heart and then be passionate about it and certainly then foster that. Um, I think parents sometimes tend to push it a little too much and, you know, kids just have that natural rebellion against their parents and Aww, it becomes just, just a little bit. <laughs> uh, and and I, I think that that's one thing. Uh, and then, then I think... Um, Really, just just encourage the kids, um, you know, whatever sport they want to do, and, and encourage that, uh, and then just give them the opportunities to do that. And then, really, from that point, if they decide tennis is really where they want to go, um, you know, just just it's, it's the key. The key is really put them in the right tournaments for their their age and their level, so they really get the most enjoyment out of it, and then they'll naturally progress from there. But sometimes kids get into high of tournaments or even sometimes too low of tournaments. And so finding that right tournament to where they can really prosper uh, and, and encourage them at the young age is, is, is very important. Absolutely. And finally, can you talk a little bit about what it meant for you to have 
Carly go the college tennis route and, you know, just what you feel like she gained from that that's going to help her now that she's graduated? Yeah, the, the college route is, is a fantastic route, and it was, it was a great suit for her because she wanted to have the college experience and she wanted to have the socialness that comes with college. Uh, and, and, and the great thing about playing co- collegiate tennis is, is that it helps you to not just be yourself on the court. You're part of a team. And so you're not paying for yourself. You're playing for a team. So that, that, that team spirit, um, and it's just as intense as any other tournament you'll go to, uh, it, it's, it's really important. And then they learn to, to support each other. And they really are just um, overall, they, 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 they share the disappointments together, but they also share, share the success together. And I, I think moving forward now that she's graduated, a lot of these, you know, things that she's learned from being on the tennis team and certainly in college will help her in her, in her profession moving forward. Great. Thanks so much and best of luck to all three of your kids. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. I hope you've enjoyed hearing about the 2017 BBT Atlanta Open, and I hope I'll see you out there this summer in those shaded seats. If you need information, once again, the website for the tournament is www.bbtatlantaopen.com. You can see the player list. You can order tickets. You can see all the special events that are going to be coming. So be sure and check that out. And if you do come out to the tournament, I hope you'll look me up and let's connect and uh, chat a little bit and take a selfie and maybe grab a cold drink. So I will look forward to seeing you out there. Just one more reminder to get your kids signed up for the Saul Schwartz Save College Tennis All-In Tournaments in Atlanta and Baltimore. And once again, those registration links will be in the show notes, so check that out. And one last reminder, you've got a few more days to take advantage of the Parenting Aces discount on the new Match Tennis app. And that link will be in the show notes as well, but I hope you will go ahead and get that app downloaded on your phone, on your iPad, or whatever portable device you have. Um, It's going to save you so much time, I can't even tell you. And we're using the app for both the tournaments, both the Sol tournaments this year. So everybody who enters gets a free trial through the tournament websites as well. So win-win all around, but please take a look. And if there's anything ever that y'all want to hear discussed on this podcast, I hope you'll reach out to me. You can always email me, lisa at parentingaces.com. You can message me through Facebook. You can tweet at me. There are all kinds of ways to get a hold of me. My All my contact information is on parentingaces.com, so take a peek. But we are here for you. I'm done with this junior tennis journey, and now my goal is simply to help as many parents as possible do a better job navigating for their own children. And the journey's tough, and <laughs> the struggle is real. Um, but Parenting Aces is here for you, so please let me know if there's ever anything or any topic that you would like to see us tackle, and I'll do my best to accommodate you. Have a great week, everybody, and we'll catch you next time on Parenting Aces. I'm Lisa Stone, and you've been listening to the Parenting Aces podcast. For tennis parents, by a tennis parent. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe to us and write a review on iTunes. For more information on navigating the junior and college tennis journey, 
visit us online at parentingaces.com. As always, a huge thank you to our sponsor, tennisballs.com.